The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Absolutely. We certainly are. Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. Hey, y'all, I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. Uh, is that still a thing? Are people still going? They sure <laughs> Just are. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. No, they, they really are, actually. Uh, I've had quite a few requests come in just the last two or three weeks. But if you are paying any attention to anything on social media, you can see that these parks, uh, you know, they keep saying it's still limited in how many people are showing up. But Universal had to keep people out last yesterday. I don't know what today looked like, but yesterday they... Um, they were closed. They they went hit capacity or the new capacity or whatever the situation was, and they weren't allowing people in. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to be said about the reservation system, right? Yeah, I saw that. I want to say it was within the past couple of days, they put out, you know, a card on Twitter saying, we expect the next two weekends because mm-hmm. it's Halloween spooky season there. They expected it to reach capacity. So to make sure to check um, all of their social media, I guess they also have a phone number that you can call to that'll give you a capacity update. But no, I, very I, 1985 I, of them. Right. <laughs> but I know I really do think this is one of the times that it shows how how beneficial it is to have the reservation system because they think they responded to somebody that when the parks are at capacity, you can't even necessarily get into City Walk because they don't want they don't want that area to get too overcrowded with people waiting to be able to get in. So this is definitely right. a plus one for Disney for having that reservation system. So you at least know well in advance you can you can get in and where you can get in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't follow a lot of universal because that's the dark shadowy place on my side of town, but um, are they operating from my understanding? They're not operating under a lower capacity. They're still operating at like, like it's pre pandemic. Is that no, true? No, my, my understanding, and I, again, I'm only reading what I saw on Twitter, is that Universal is at 50% capacity, where Disney is at 25% capacity. So they are still operating under capacity. And honestly, I think when it comes down to it, if they're still trying to maintain those social distance line markers, they simply don't have enough land space to operate yeah. at 100% capacity and still have people in line six feet apart, you right. know, like, like we should, like we want them to. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's my thinking is that yes, but this is the first weekend that I've seen both of the big parks um, at capacity, which to the point where 
they 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 closed them down and they closed them down fairly early. I want to say it was like 10 or 11 yesterday that I saw that. So um, yeah, heads up universal goers. You just need to be prepared for um, <laughs> arrive early and pack your patients or plan on go- just don't go over the weekend. I don't know. I guess that's actually my answer is just don't go on the weekends. And I think that's the same for Disney too, isn't mm, it? Amen. Try and avoid yes. the weekends. Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually in uh, the Facebook group, uh, hey, Brian, uh, in the Facebook group, we had a question and it was somebody who's getting ready to go on their trip. And that was his question was, I'm arriving on Sunday and I'm going to the parks for three days. What should I do? And I was like, uh, arrive on Monday. <laughs> that's your better option. <laughs> but uh, but if you have to show up on Sunday, I would just skip uh, you, uh, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios as your choices because that's going to it's going to be rough. And I will say that um, I went to Magic Kingdom last Saturday, and the uh, operating hours were extended, so it was open until I think it was eight o'clock. And we were we went like our usual like late afternoon, and that's how we roll here in Florida. So you know, like for me, I was like, wow, this this feels like normal again. Like this feels like my old life. And it was great, you know, it's, and I, I know I've said it before, I'll just keep saying it, you know, I, the late afternoon is your best bet to go to these parks. And I think people overlook it because they just have that, you know, get up and go mentality, which is fantastic. But we had a fabulous time. We got to see the castle in, you know, all lit up in the pumpkins and, you know, yeah, the crowds were there, but they certainly thinned and, the lines, you know, whatever they were posted at, we rode a couple of rides, but it w- wasn't near what they were posted at. So, you know, it, I think it looks a lot more crowded, but it's definitely still manageable. All right. Well, thanks for the boots on the ground. That makes a huge difference, uh, letting us know what it's really like compared to what we can just see on social media. Uh, I don't know, maybe we need to hire somebody. <laughs> Because we, we we pay you so much, Jane. But we need to hire somebody <laughs> to be our universal boots on the ground. <laughs> Any takers out there? Yeah, I know it's a Disney podcast, but Universal goes hand in hand, and I think we just need to, you know, find out. Um, we don't care about SeaWorld though, so um, don't get me right. started. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today's topic, real topic, that's just a like, hey, how you doing? Topic. Um, but today's topic. Oh, what what note, guys? Did you miss us? We were off the air for two weeks, and I kept saying I was going to say something in the Facebook group, and then I kept forgetting to. And I hope that that tells you maybe why we were off the air. I think we've all just been so incredibly busy, and there's a bunch of just stuff happening that it got it caught up to us one week, and we pushed off recording for another week, and then. That week just kind of came and went, and I think the three of us went, "Oh crap, we forgot to we forgot to record." So we're back. Sorry about that, but you can blame it on me because it's my fault for not being, you know, a better taskmaster and and watching watching my time a little bit better. So I do apologize for that. But um, you know, we took two two weeks off, and I think you guys still love us. So I hope you still love us. Please say you still love us. I mean, I still love us. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what matters. <laughs> I guess that's true. We can listen to our, we, each of us can listen to our own recording and, you know, hey, that's three listens for the week. I'll, I'll take it. 
this has now become a self a self-love podcast where <laughs> the three of us will talk about how much we love ourselves, regardless of whether anybody listens to us or not. <laughs> Look, you know, you've got to be your biggest cheerleader, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm my biggest fan. <laughs> All right. So back to the topic of the week. Now, Halloween is around the corner. And while I know for some people, Jane, it's Halloween 365, um, the rest of us like to work on the calendar <laughs> here, and which does mean we only have about a week left to really celebrate Halloween. And I know around here, just this weekend, the weather changed. We finally got some fall rolling in here. It's actually been a little bit rainy, cold. My kids are coming in from outside a little bit earlier, which means we're all piling on the couch and watching some Halloween movies. And first place we go to is Disney+. Plus. There's a lot of reasons for that, and we'll get into some of those here in just a minute. Uh, but Disney Plus has a ton of great options to choose from, and we're going to talk about a few of those that are on the Disney Plus list. So um, if you have Disney Plus and you're wondering the best place to find all of these fabulous movies and specials, when you log in, if you scroll down on the main page, they actually set it up with a section that says Halloween which I love because you put it all together. I don't even have to go searching for it. I don't even have to go find Patty's blog post. <laughs> yes. There is a blog post that I put together last year pre, uh, pre, pre Disney plus Disney plus didn't come out until November 7th. Is that the right date guys? Are we, we're rolling it's up on the one year so. anniversary around right? then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't out for Halloween last year, but I did go through and I made us, I have a master list of like all Disney Halloween movies and shows and also links to Amazon to rent them or to buy them if you should happen to do so. If they don't show up on Disney Plus by this point, that that's there. And I'll link that in show notes for you if you want to go check it out. Uh, but I did put that together last year. Um, and it's been actually really popular right now. The other blog post I'm also going to link for you, it's not Disney specific, but it is for um, teens and tweens. And it's like the scary, but not too scary kind of movies. So these are a lot of things that last year I watched a lot of them with Claire and Lucy. And this year Claire has graduated and she's like trying to watch all the hardcore scary stuff and she can handle it all. But Lucy and I are still working through the teens and tweens version because she's not quite there for those, those heavy duty, scary ones, but I have that list as well. And I'll, I'll throw that in show notes for you guys, even though it's not Disney exactly, but it'll, it'll help you out a little bit. Yeah. Send that one to me because I like that. Like I like cheesy, easy to watch, like not necessarily too scary. So send me that link too. Yep. We'll do. We'll do. Thanks. And I want to say, I love the way that they did set up this Halloween section because it's not just a list of movies that are themed around Halloween or spooky topics. Um, so they do have the very first section um, when you go to this Halloween area is the movies and series that, you know, good for this time of year. But then they also include sections for shorts and specials, 
uh, The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, Disney Channel, Halloween episodes. They have a section just for Disney Junior Halloween episodes. So if you're looking for something for younger kids. Well, and this is the strangest one that it never would have occurred to me. They have an entire section that's America's Funniest Home Videos Halloween episodes. (laughs) I saw that too, and I started laughing, and I was like, well, looky there. All right. I know what I'm doing later today. (laughs) Exactly. Y'all, I... I, I have to, again, <clears throat> brag on myself. Disney reads my blog. Let's just put it out there. Disney reads my blog. And here's how I know that. Last year, Disney Plus opened and came out, and it was in November. And they did not have a section for just Christmas episodes. So what did Patty do? I saw a need, and I filled it. I wrote a blog post all about the Disney Christmas movies that you can watch on Disney+. And one of the things I did was I actually made a little section and I went through and made a list of all of the um, Disney uh, Disney Channel episodes that were Christmas related and put that down there too. So, I mean, I'm just saying Disney Plus stole my idea and applied it to Halloween. I'm not mad about it. It's okay. It's all right. But I did it first, y'all. I did it first. You're a and we center. appreciate you for it. <laughs> Look, I'm filling needs, all right? If I see a need, I'm going to fill it out. And I want to say, Teresa, did you even give me that idea? You might have been the one that said it should you you should include um, yeah. I may have because I know we were talking Christmas about this. episodes. Yeah. Yes, I know we we talked about this um, back when Disney Plus was first coming out because I did a similar thing on my blog. Um, there is no way to search on Disney Plus for movies or television shows that have audio description on them for people mm-hmm. who are blind or visually impaired. So I remember it came up within that discussion where we were like, "Well, what are other ways that we can kind of categorize different things? What other yep. groupings?" And I know holidays was one of them. Yep, yep, yeah. I, 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 so I, I, while I'm sitting here tooting in my own horn, being like, like, look at me, I'm so amazing. All right, guys, Teresa's the amazing one. She just gave me the idea. I just executed. But they're it. all good. Well, exactly. You know, I think that's just as important. Who has? Where did the idea come from? But who is actually putting it out there? So it's teamwork. <laughs> teamwork. If you're a regular listener of the No Guilt Disney podcast, you know we always talk a lot about the way we show our love of Disney through our fashion choices. And if you haven't checked out cufflinks.com, you are missing out on some amazing gifts that you can buy for yourself or others uh, so they can do the same. Cufflinks.com believes in elevated individuality, knowing that you look and do your best when you feel the most like you. And with stylish men's accessories from Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and 40 other brands, there's no end to the ways you can celebrate your fandom in style. You can tell that special someone, I love you 3000 with Iron Man cufflinks, show your coworkers this is the way with a Mandalorian lapel pin, or turn your entire wardrobe into a hidden Mickey scavenger hunt with their vast collection of 100% silk ties and pocket squares, tie bars, and so much more. And from now through December 31st, you get 15% off your order by entering no guilt at time of purchase. That's N-O-G-U-I-L-T for 15% off with no minimum order. Make sure you visit cufflinks.com to get everything you need to look professional while having no guilt about embracing your Disney side.
All right. So now let's talk about these Halloween movies, Halloween series, uh, short specials. Simpsons has their own section. Um, I just kind of want to open the floor up to have a discussion about what we like, what we don't like, and what are some of the things that maybe people have overlooked or I don't know, maybe things that are people are looking for, but we're not finding on Disney Plus because I think there's some of those out there too. Um, I'm going to start with an unpopular opinion. And actually, I've got here we two. Go. <laughs> I've got two unpopular opinions, and I am prepared to be shamed for both of them. And y'all, you know what? I don't care because I stand by them. Number one, I like the Haunted Mansion movie. There, I said it. That's right. I know you're all gasping and going, "Wait, what? That trash?" Yeah, I like it. All right. It's number I- two that really kills me. <laughs> Oh, just so you want me to just skip over that one and go to number two? <laughs> no, it's fine. It'll just give me a minute. <laughs> well, so to that, I'll add, um, I recently got, I am a big fan of the Disney Parks themed um, Funko Pops. And so they recently released one that's the Haunted Mansion. And so it's the it's the Disneyland Haunted Mansion. So I bought that. And when I was buying it, the person at the register, they had said, oh, I really love that movie. And I was like looking around, like, am I wearing like a, a t-shirt with like a movie theme <laughs> on it? Like, what's going on here? And then it clicked and I was like, oh, because they're like, oh, and the ride's really great too. I'm like, oh, they... <laughs> Their first reaction is the, wow. the Haunted Mansion movie versus the attraction. And I've really been thinking about that for weeks. I just <laughs> need to put that out there. Wow. Oh, my gosh. My my person. My person is out yeah. there. So you are not alone. But <laughs> this one is like, not- I don't go, and people know, I do not go outdoors. Like, I am not an outside <laughs> person. So for that to be, like, my one of my few moments of, like, human interaction, it has stuck with me. <laughs> I'll be okay. honest, that was the other thing I was thinking. I was like, does she meet a year ago? I was like, she's out no, and interacting. Then they delivered one of like the 10 news. times I've left my house in the past seven months. <laughs> that That's an amazing story. See, now, if I hadn't professed my love for the movie, we wouldn't have had that additional story to tell. So, again, teamwork, right? <laughs> Um, the other thing that people hate about me, and again, I don't care, um, is – Hocus Pocus, y'all, this movie is trash. And every single one of you that gets so excited every year when this comes back out on every channel, which by the way, I think you can see it something like, I don't know, 8,000 times on um, on uh, the the 31 days of Halloween. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't get it. And I know why I don't get it. It's because I was too old to get it, right? I was, I had aged out before um, I wasn't, you know, watching Disney Channel. And did it go in the, the movie theater? I'm not sure what it was. It did. So I okay. saw this when it was originally released in the movie theater. Um, and you're not that much older than me, which I think says a lot about who I am as a person. <laughs> but I was so excited to see this movie and it did not disappoint for me. I oh was my like, gosh. I remember who I saw it with. Like it was one of my friends from high school and he loved it. We quoted this movie. Like it was so good. Um, 
So, I mean, I am not the type, it, it's hard for me to watch movies to begin with. I am not the type that I'm like, oh my God, I have to watch it a hundred times, but I love it. And it's nostalgic and it's cheesy and there's so much wrong with it that it makes it right. I think that's, that's part of it is I was, I am older than you enough, but I, and I, and I have huge movie fan, Rob and I, that used to be our dates is we would go and see three or four movies a weekend before we had kids. And I think again, it just looked like a kid's movie or whatever. So we were just not interested in going to see it. So we never saw it. So I don't have that nostalgia factor. So my first introduction of it, I think two, I think it's been two years now. I think it's been two Halloween seasons. I finally sat down and tried to watch it. And I do say tried because guys, I, I, I can't watch this movie. I get about 21 minutes into it. And I have to bounce out. I, I haven't even gotten to any, everybody keeps saying, oh, but they sing and it's so great. I can't even get there because I hate it so much and I'm so disappointed in it. And also I think it's because I, I'm watching it as a old crotchy parent at this point. And, you know, Lucy's seen it. Claire's seen it. Seth has seen it. I don't know if Luke's bothered to watch it or not, but I just don't like it and I don't like it for kids. And it's not because they talk about virgins. That's, that's, that's fine. Like we can talk about virgins. It just seems weird that it's on a Disney channel and that's how they're defining on what, who they're looking for is their virginity. I don't know. It just, I don't like it guys. I don't like it. I was the right age when this came out. I, I was eight or nine. I think so. I was the target audience mm-hmm, for this mm-hmm. movie, Thora Birch for Life. Uh, but <laughs> so, her. and I will say, we also like, I realized my generation, the movies that came out and like the, those early 90s movies, our parents let us watch a lot of things we should not have been watching. Like the <laughs> the rating system for kids' movies back then, it's yes. feel like is wildly different than it was now. So it really doesn't surprise me that they were a different I was fine. Yeah, come on. I again, I'm I'm a shut in, so clearly I have just I'm super well adjusted. <laughs> so, but my question is, when you watched it as a kid, did it? Did it even blip on your radar what they were talking about? Somewhat. Like, and I think okay. that was part of, you know, when you're that age, it's part of like, ooh, this makes it feel even more adult. Right, I am watching right, right, something right, right, right. really. You know, so I like I said, I loved it. I was that exact age. I'm curious how you feel about the um the stage show with the Sanderson sisters that they've done during the Halloween parties at Disney now. Like, do you have a strong reaction to that? Or do you just kind of pass by it since you didn't connect with Hocus Pocus at all? Well, <laughs> yes, um, be- because I didn't connect with Hocus Pocus, and I'm also not a um, a show or Halloween person, as Jane can attest, because she's done the Halloween party with me. I'm all about going on the rides and getting in short lines. Like I, I don't, I don't want to get the candy, and I don't want to watch the shows. I will, I do like the parade. I, I absolutely love the little booty parade, but. I had to be forced to watch the fireworks. Um, The two most recent Halloween parties that I went to, 
we tried to watch the Sanderson sisters. I did get talked into staying for like the, the very last one. Cause I think they put it on after fireworks. And so it was the last thing for the night. And so I didn't feel like I was giving up any rides or any other experiences in order to watch this. Um, but both of them were, we never got to see it because of weather. So I made an attempt, but yes, that my initial, I've, I think I've gone to Halloween parties for like five years now. And I've always, I don't know, even know how long that they've been doing this, but I've always skipped over that show because I, I just don't have the interest in it. Um, I have heard that the show is fantastic and so much fun and, and, and really great. And maybe it is because of the singing. And so maybe I should just like suck it up and go see it if it ever comes back. But yeah, so that's it's kind of a combination of things. Is, is yes, there were other things I'd rather be doing while all of you guys are watching the show. I'm going to go get in line and ride Space Mountain. Um, but also, eh, I just didn't have a connection to it. Yeah, I mean, I usually do the the show, like you said, the very last one. They usually do one at midnight as the party is closing. And it's great because you can just show up right before and see it and then just exit right out. Um, And I'll I'll say, like, even though I love Hocus Pocus and I love the Halloween party, it's definitely not a big, big priority for me. Like, it's good, but, like, if I miss it, I'm not sad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, I wouldn't press you to be like, no, Patty, we have to see this show. Whereas like, (laughs) I'm going to force you to watch that parade every single time. That's right. That's fair. Because I, I enjoyed watching uh, the cavalcade though, because the cavalcades are right up my alley as far as attention span and cavalcades are great. Like you don't have to spend your time like lining up for this thing. And so, yeah. Yeah. All right. So does that answer your question, Teresa? Yes, it does. And I kind of knew the answer, but you know, (laughs) I'll just have you share it with everybody else who might not know the answer. (laughs) All right. So those are my two unpopular opinions about Disney Halloween stuff. If you um, disagree with me, find it out in the in the Facebook group. You know where to find me. I I love to hear it. Um, (laughs) As you can tell, my two co-hosts do not agree with me. Um, But what else do you guys like and don't like uh, that's showing up on Disney Plus right now? I can do another one since we're talking about unpopular opinions. I don't know. This might not be quite as unpopular, but not as conventional. So I know typically if you get the combination of Tim Burton plus Disney plus Halloween, everybody's mind immediately is going to go to Nightmare Before Christmas, which I that's one I never connected with. I, I can watch it. I don't I won't say I dislike it, but I don't have the strong affection for it that everyone else has. Um, but I think part of that also, when I get that combination of those three things, my mind goes to Frank and Weenie, which if you haven't seen it, there's there are two Frank and Weenies. There's the original one from 1984, which is it's like 30 minute live action. And we used to rent that from the video store all the time growing up. So I have huge nostalgia for it. And then in 2012, they came out with a stop motion animated version, and they are both done by Tim Burton. Um, that's both, as you might be able to guess from the name, um, a kid, his he brings back his dog Sparky to life after it was hit by a car, and then shenanigans ensue. Uh, I just, I love Frankenweenie. I was very, very hesitant to watch the, the remake in 2012 after it came out, just because 
again, I was I was a Frankenweenie stan as a child. <laughs> um, but I think they, it, you know, I think it helps that Tim Burton was in charge of both. It's, they did a really great job with the movie and both are available on Disney+. Plus. So if you're looking for a nice double feature, uh, I, that's that's the one I'm going to recommend. It is my my preferred Tim Burton Disney Halloween film. Uh, and there is also, if you want to do a, a triple feature, which I'm doing air quotes right now, there is also a short that's like two minutes long called Captain Sparky versus the Flying Saucers. So I think, uh, yeah, this is my maybe slightly unconventional pick for a Tim Burton Disney Halloween movie, but I I love it. Have either of you seen either of the Frankenweenies? No, but as a um, 12-year-old girl, I am laughing hysterically over Frankenweenie. Yes. Over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm sure the name is part of the reason why I always wanted to read it as a child too. But also, it's a little like a little bull terrier. The dog is then the live action one. The dog is so cute. Yeah, I I haven't seen it. I haven't seen either all, any of the three versions that you just mentioned. Uh, however, that was on the want to watch list for this week uh, that Lucy put together. So sometime this week, hopefully, we'll make that happen. I'm excited to hear what you think. I'm, yeah, like, I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> I am not, and and full disclosure, I am going in with like my eyes rolling because I am also of the. I'm just full of unpopular opinions, but I am also um, not a Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas fan either. Uh, I know it's got a huge cult following. I know not even cult following. Like normal people like this movie. Um, it's just it's not. I, I didn't connect with it as you so politely put it before too. I don't dislike it as much as I dislike Hocus Pocus, but I dislike it enough that I, if I never ever see it again, I'm cool with that. Um, I don't mind writing the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland when it's dressed up as it. And I, I am actually very impressed with how they did this and how well it connects to the movie, like how... Um, if you were a fan, I could see that this is like your most favorite thing ever because it's just, a, it, they've just so well done. But uh, yeah, that's just not my my thing either. So anything Tim Burton, even though I do think he's a genius in a lot of ways, I always go back to this one movie that in the Disney world, you know, people love and put it on such a high pedestal that I just can't connect with. So I got to admit that going into Frankenweenie, I'm kind of going, meh, it's Tim Burton. But I'm hoping to come out the other side going, oh, now this Tim Burton I love. So I'll let you know. You know, it's episodes like these when I'm... Questioning if I were friends? (laughs) Well, no. I'm always like grateful, but also think this should be like a YouTube show. Because I really (laughs) wish that people could see my face. Yeah, I figure. But I, a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, let me go down the rabbit hole of Halloween movies I've never seen. And I missed the whole like Halloween town. I don't know. I think it's four movies, right? It's not even a trilogy. It's a whatever they call a four movie thing. But um, I went down and I started to watch the first one. So it's just called Halloween Town. Have you guys ever seen that before? I I know of it. Uh, I 
I had slightly aged out of the the Disney Channel movies when this was Which coming out. So I I have I know I know of it and I've I know I've recognized the actress, but I haven't actually watched any of them. Yeah, and I think so, you know my answer. I'm just too old for that. So <laughs> Yeah. So I mean I love these movies. Like I again, I love cheesy, I love cheesy, easy, like made for TV. Like I'm all about that stuff. I love Disney Channel movies. But um, this one, it was, it was a little hard. I was not a big fan of, um, unfortunately of the, the girl who's the main character, but Debbie Reynolds is in it. And that was the moment where I was like, wow, man, you're old because now you're watching this movie and you're like, I'm just here for Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> and honestly, when you reminded me, and I knew she was in it, when you reminded me that Debbie Reynolds was like, oh, wait, maybe I do need to sit and watch this. I just did the same thing. Oh, my word. I was like, but to be fair, I feel I would feel that way too, but I am always here for Debbie Reynolds. Like, oh, that's right. That is, that is right? timeless. We are so, now I mean, officially a Debbie Reynolds fan <laughs> podcast. <laughs> She was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So, I mean, I will say it it had a very cute story and it did hold my attention, which is hard for me because my ADD is real, real bad. Um, so I did actually make, make it through in, I think, one sitting. And if I'm not mistaken, like, it wasn't even like, oh, I watched this movie and it took me 13 hours, like the first time I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's for another that's for another show. Um, but I will continue with the rest of them because, from what I understand, I watched the worst one first. Okay, but it was All the right. first one. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a big fan of Debbie Reynolds, I highly recommend it. <laughs> What's All not right. to love? What's not? And to if you're love? not a fan of Debbie Reynolds, to get out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else you got, Teresa? Uh, so we did mention briefly the um, there's a category for Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, which to me is still just bizarre that we're talking about Disney and we're talking about Simpsons, Simpsons and specifically I Treehouse I of Horror. I, okay, I don't and know hey, I w- this I have to go back to the whole like if I'm horrified over talking about virgins. Hello, the Simpsons on Disney, right? Yeah, I will never get over it. I and I I do like The Simpsons, and I appreciate now, like in the new episodes, they they do make a lot of references to being owned by Disney, so they're very mm-hmm, you know very mm-hmm. self referential. Um, but the the Treehouse of Horror episodes, I feel like the uh, they've always done a a really good job with these. But as with most things Simpsons related, the best ones are the earlier episodes. So mm-hmm. I did go through because I wanted to try and figure out. They do have them listed in order by season, so you can see any one that you want. But so, yeah, so you want to look for the seasons uh, six, seven, and eight episodes. So season six is the one where they have, it's the shinning, and it's a whole big joke about how they they can't actually reference the shining because of copyright (laughs) things. So it's the shinning. Uh, Season seven has Homer Cubed, also known as Homer 3D. And season eight, yeah, I think is my favorite one. And so it has the two shorts that are called The Thing and I, which is essentially the Bart's Evil Twin episode, and Citizen Kang, which is, you know, play on Citizen mm-hmm, Kane. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, like I said, I know a lot of people, you tend to have really strong feelings about The Simpsons one way or the other. But if you have never seen a Treehouse of Horror episode, or if you remember watching them and you just want to go back to the good ones, it's season six, seven, and eight. 
We those used to be our favorite episodes. So when my husband and I were dating, and then when we got married, we watched Simpsons constantly. I mean, that was that was our show, is particularly his. So the Halloween episode that was like a whole big thing when the Halloween episodes were coming out. And you, I'm just over here laughing thinking about some of those early episodes. So now that's making me go, all right, Rob, we gotta put the kids to bed because I want to watch The Simpsons again with you um, because those were so much fun. Yeah, I wasn't a big Simpsons fan. So like, I, I've i never seen any of them. But I, I, mean, I, I think you might you, have I me think, shinning. Yeah, I think- At least watch that one, yeah. <laughs> pick a Halloween episode since Halloween's your thing, Jane. Pick a Halloween episode and you'll get a little taste of it. But there's a lot of genius that happens in The Simpsons. I, I will not say that ever say that it's like appropriate for kids. But- um, Side note, like, oh my gosh, this is just to tell you how stupid I was. The first time I took my kids to Universal, it was actually the Universal Hollywood that we went to. And the very first ride we decided to go on was the Simpsons ride. (laughs) Because, uh, and let me remind you, I think Lucy was like five at the time, maybe four. I don't even know. She wasn't very... She wasn't very old at all, but in my head, it was the Simpsons. It's a cartoon. You know how it'll be. It's a simulator. This will be a good thing to see how well she tolerates. Guys, the Simpsons is intense at Universal. I don't know. I know, Jane, you haven't been on this because you don't do Universal, but it is it is a love letter to true Simpsons fans. I mean, I was sitting there laughing my booty off and just the entire time going, I can't believe I put my kids on this <laughs> because it's so wrong in so many ways. I had to cover her eyes and like snuggle her close because it, w- it was too intense for her. Um, and she's never been back on it because oh. it was too intense for her. <laughs> um, and she'll ride anything else at Universal, but she won't ride The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. And it, again, yeah. and it is even funnier now because there are references to the Disney theme parks in there. there there is. And again, and Disney owns them now. So it is the last time I was at Universal. I rode, I rode The Simpsons by myself, and I just sat there going, "I know they're watching me," but I was literally rolling around in the seat, laughing over how hilarious some of those jokes are and, and how funny this ride is. Again, maybe you have to be a Simpsons fan to truly get it, or maybe it's a Simpsons slash Disney like combination because there were like you said there were some of those hilarious but anyway yeah that's my terrible parenting um confession for the day uh all right let's talk about what's not on Disney plus because there are a few things and I know people get really really annoyed by this uh one thing that was not on Disney plus that people were upset about this whole month was Toy Story Tower of Terror um the Toy is it Toy Story Tower of Terror Toy Story no Toy Toy Story of Terror. terror. Yes, Toy Story of Terror. And thankfully, though, we can all calm down because it's been added. Like, just this week, it was added. So, woohoo. I'm excited to watch that. I've never seen it. It's adorable. I've seen it. It's one I've seen once, but I I remember nothing about it. So, it's it's worth a rewatch for me. (laughs) I did Combat Carl. So, yeah. The other thing that I... I am still really shocked this is not on Disney Plus anywhere. Um, and I I looked for this like three or four times to make sure. No, it's definitely not on there. Uh, the Skeleton Dance, which is one of the, the Silly Symphonies, so one of the very, very early Disney shorts. And it's, I'm sure as soon as I say Skeleton Dance, you can picture exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. But this is nowhere on Disney Plus. It's 
I, I don't understand. There's a lot of things that, you know, people have questions about, oh, I wonder why they do or don't have certain things on there. And I know some of them, it is copyright related issues, but I can't figure out why they wouldn't have skeleton dance on there. So Disney, please g- give me a present and load it this Friday. <laughs> well, I'm sure they listen to our podcast. So Clearly, be on the we, we for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, pass it on. You know, people come on. <laughs> So if you have any other um, Halloween shows or movies, anything really that you have loved on Disney Plus that you want to share with us, come on over to our Facebook group. It's No Guilt Disney, and we can all share our Halloween love there. Or if you want to shoot us an email, you can email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And I didn't mention it earlier, but one other one, especially we, we should talk about this. If anybody else has watched it, anybody else who has seen Mr. Boogity, if you haven't and you love movies that are so bad, it's good. Go watch it. <laughs> um, but also I, I'm in that group. I just watched it for the first time this past week and I'm still laughing about it. So where my Mr. Boogity fans come, come get me um, <laughs> and make sure you keep joining us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say... It's no fun to fangirl Disney Halloween alone. Bye, y'all. <laughs>